Every single time Hunter wakes up from a nap these days, he's asking for a snack and it's usually a fruit snack. And I used to say heck no to all kinds of fruit snacks and goodies like that because I hated all of the artificial dyes, harmful ingredients, and the ridiculous amount of sugar that they have. And while I still am a big proponent in not having all of those things all the time, I find so much hope in knowing that Thrive Market has me covered and has Hunter covered for not just all of those sweet fun treats, but also other essentials while keeping him safe and healthy. And it's honestly become a fun little tradition for Michael and I to sit down and pick out our Thrive Market order. They're so amazing and such our go-to for delicious snacks and pantry essentials and so much more. Their app is so easy to use and everything is delivered to our doorstep in a matter of days, which drastically reduces my stress level because making time to go to the grocery store is my least favorite thing to do. Plus, I'm obsessed with their standards. They restrict literally 1,000 plus harmful ingredients and they only allow the most trusted ingredients for you. I mean, even last order, I saved $20 and got an incredible deal on the poppy probiotic sodas that I love. Plus, it's not just good for your family. When you join Thrive Market, they also gift a membership to a family in need, which is the greatest. So let's save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash truthtalks for 30% off your first order. Plus, you get a $60 gift for free. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash truth talks. Thrivemarket.com slash truth talks. Hey friend, you're listening to Truth Talks with Tara, a podcast dedicated to helping you know, love, and live God's word. I'm your host, Tara, and I am so glad that you're here. Each week, we'll dive into scripture together. We'll answer questions we all have about the Bible and about how to live for God, as well as learn from some of my amazing friends and guests. If you want to see how God's word can truly change your everyday life, this show is for you. My prayer is that we would all grow in our knowledge of God so that we can live boldly for Him. So, what do you say? Let's get into it. Church. Let's get into it today. Welcome back to Truth Talks with Tara. I am so looking forward to having this conversation with you today. We're going to be talking all about how to find a local church, namely what you should be looking for. What are the most important qualities or aspects of a church that we should look for, not that appease our personalities, but what really holds to God's word and what he says is the most valuable things about a local church. Now, if you already have a local church that you love and you're plugged into, so amazing. I'm so glad to hear that. If you are someone who does not have a local church or is bouncing back and forth or does not even know where to start in this pursuit, I'm also excited about that because we get to have this conversation about finding a good local church for you. But no matter where you're at, I just pray that myself and Included that we would listen to this and have this conversation about, you know, examining even if we are in a church, that if we are at a church that honors God and is growing in Him and has all of these aims that are so true to God's word. So if you're having trouble looking for the right local church, if you're not really sure what to do, if you have had church hurt and you're afraid to go back to church, let's just talk about it. This episode isn't specifically going to be on church hurt, but it is going to be kind of an encouragement if you have to look for a good church. Because first and foremost, before we start this, I feel like I need to make this disclaimer, even though we all know this, is that there is no perfect church 
because the church, local churches are filled with imperfect people. Albeit, they are people that are following the Lord most of the time if they're a strong biblical foundation of a church. But we're imperfect people, and so there are going to be mistakes. There are going to be hurt inevitably. But how does a church handle that? What should we be looking for in a solid church that is still full of imperfect people? Right out of the gate, I don't want to waste any time on this conversation. I just want to go through some of these points and things to look for. The first thing I think that we need to start out with, I believe and I know that we need to start out with, is to pray and ask God. Psalm 25 um, comes to mind. It is where David is asking God to make known to him his paths. He's asking God for his wisdom. He's asking God to humble him and give him direction. And that when he makes decisions, when he lives his life, that God would make it clear to him whether those are the right ones in his life. And so the same thing goes for us here today, whether we are already in a church or we are looking for a new one. We need to be saturated in prayer and asking God to make known to us the paths of our lives and the directions of finding a local church. Because we know God's heart for this. We read in the New Testament. We even read in the Old Testament. But more clearly in the New Testament, we read from authors like Paul that God loves the local church. That it is his desire that we be plugged in for so many reasons, which we're going to talk about. But this is God's heart. And so what does God say about it is what we're after today. And I think a lot of times, I've said this so many times in episode conversations, I'm sure you're maybe tired of me hearing it, but we shouldn't. And that is just to pray and ask God for a lot of the decisions and things in our lives. We often try to do other things before we first sit and pray with God and ask him to lead us and continually pray with him. Because how are we supposed to find direction and wisdom and any of that if we are not praying and communicating with the heart of the Father. So praying and asking God in our pursuit of finding a new church or examining if the right one or examining if the church that we're in right now is a good one, prayer is essential, friend. So praying and ask God. Psalm 25 is an amazing prayer, like literally written out for you to pray in that way. So for those looking for a local church, whether you are new to the faith, whether you've never been to church and you want to find a church, or maybe you're bouncing around and you haven't really found one that feels like home. The first thing I would encourage you to do is to ask around and not be afraid to try different churches. I think sometimes we believe, oh, I have to get the first church on the first try and there's something wrong about bouncing around. Now, the desire of God's heart and the desire of our heart should also be to find a church home that feels like home, that we attend regularly instead of bouncing around through different teachings and things like that to find a church that is consistent and local and home for the benefit of being able to plug in and build community because it's really challenging to build community and plug in when you're just bouncing around but when you are in the thick of it when you are first starting to find a church and looking into finding one that's home for you and deciding that with the lord and with your family or your spouse then trying different places is such great benefit. There are some resources like the Gospel Coalition. I will link it in the description in the show notes. Um, they have a resource that literally helps you look for connected churches within a certain mile radius from where you are. So that's a good place to start. You can Google, but it's really cool that resources that are biblically sound like the Gospel Coalition and Christian sites like that also give you resources to find churches that are theologically sound. It's a good place for you to start and pick a few and try them. Um, so that's a great place to start. 
This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. 2024 has simultaneously felt like the longest and shortest year. Our little family has gone through so many highs and lows and joys and valleys. I mean, Hunter's growing up so crazy and our calendars are so crazy. And this is usually the time of year where so many of us give up on our New Year's resolutions. And while some of mine have not panned out, to be honest, there are some that have. I am personally really proud of my consistent workout routine this year. It has been something that has been so off and on since having Hunter. It's also given me so much mental clarity to be physically active. I'm also really proud that I have instilled regular rhythms of rest in my life and not just rest when I'm burnt out, which was usually the norm. When life moves so quickly, let's just slow down and celebrate our little wins and move forward in faith and make adjustments for the rest of the year. This is your little mid-year check-in. Therapy can help you take stock of your progress and set achievable goals for the rest of the year. So if you're thinking about giving therapy a try, try BetterHelp to keep you on track. It's entirely online, so it flows with your lifestyle, and you can select a therapist that fits your needs and beliefs, but also feel the freedom to switch at any time to find the best match. Therapy gives you the space to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, and process it, which can be really hard on your own. So visit betterhelp.com slash truth talks today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash truth talks. Also, look at the people in your life. If you have people that are going to church that are consistently in the word that you admire and trust, ask them where they go. Um, Ask to join them for a Sunday. Be okay with being a visitor. I remember when Michael and I were finding a church. We both um, loved the churches that we grow up in, and we still do. But when we got married, it was hard for us to find one that we both loved and felt called to. So we tried to visit a lot of them. We bounced around for a couple months, and for a while, it kind of felt weird to me. It felt like I should have already been settled. But the Lord really gave me a lot of peace knowing that we were taking that time for us as a new family, as a new unit, to find a church that felt like home to both of us and not just felt like home but was biblically sound and honored God's word and honored um, the beliefs of the gospel and also the convictions of our lives and that kind of dovetails into the next thing that I would um, just encourage you when you're looking for a local church and that is to read the statement of beliefs and clarify your convictions so most every church has a statement of beliefs on their website so you can go to any of those churches that you're googling or found on a Christian resource and go to their website if they have one, which most do at this point, and look up their statement of beliefs. Maybe it's under their about section or what we believe or about us and read through the statement of faith. This is so important. You can get this kind of on a Sunday. You can get a grasp from the pastor or from the way they worship or things like that. But to know where they stand from a theological standpoint is so important because reading that statement of beliefs, if they do not line up with the core beliefs of the Christian life, if they deviate, if they hold things higher than others, this or that, if they make preferences, um, gospel, just certain things like that, those are very important things to be aware of in your search of the local church. It's also a really great time for you to really test God's word, um, for you to really dig deeper and say, okay, they believe this. Is this what God's word preaches? These statements of beliefs should have like verse references. A lot of them have passages referenced. So say, for example, they mentioned something like, we believe that God is the Trinity, that Father, Son, and Spirit are a part of the unique but comprehensive 
comprehensive and um, unified trinity. And then they have like scripture references to that. That way you can go into God's word and investigate for yourself and say, okay, does that truth line up with God's word? This is an awesome time for you to also confirm your convictions, but more importantly, also for us to confirm the absolute truths of God's word. Those are the most important things when it comes to looking for a church. My friend Amy Gannett has a book called Fix Your Eyes, which is always linked in my Amazon storefront in the description. Um, But that book really helped me figure out the difference between preferences, convictions, and absolute truths and doctrine. And the absolute truths and doctrine of God's word are the most important. And then you trickle down to preferences, convictions, all the things. And so just making sure that the local church you are calling your home has those doctrines straight. The next thing to look for in a local church is to evaluate their leadership. So is the pastor, is their staff, is their their shepherds, as another way to say elders or deacons, is the leadership humble and are they biblically accurate to God's description of how he wanted the church body to um, react to leadership, how he envisioned and how he desires for a church to be run by its laymen or shepherds or whatever the church calls them. Now, sometimes if you are at a church that is a denomination and not non-denominational, so a denomination like Baptist, um, Assemblies of God, some of those kinds of denominations, they will have different leadership structures, but as long as they are biblically holding to the elder responsibility in God's word, then that is a good sign. Um, But the health of the leadership and the way that they not only interact with the body of Christ, so you as an attendee and a member, but also each other, how they make decisions, if it's a hierarchy or if it's more of a democracy within the elders and the church, those are really important things to look for as well. And is the pastor, the head pastor, or the main leadership, are they humble? Are they biblically sound? Are they caring for their flock? Are they involved? Are they invested? A lot of these questions are so, so important to ask, and the leadership really dictates the health of the church. Taking a quick pause in our conversation about the local church, which I am loving, by the way, to give a shout out to today's episode sponsor, Parasol Co. Okay, friends, if you follow me over on Instagram, you know that I have a almost year old, which is crazy. Hunter is growing up so, so fast. When we first had him, I didn't know a lot. I was learning a lot about what it meant to be a parent and all different kinds of products and things like that to use. And now that I'm a mama, I have gone full mama bear mode and I am willing to protect him in any way. So one of those ways is the products in which I use for my son and the things that I allow into his life. And one of those is diapers. Honestly, I did not realize how many harmful chemicals and other things are in mainstream brand of diapers. They were irritating him and just not adding anything valuable to his life. And so I found Parasol Co., which is a completely free hypoallergenic and non-toxic baby brand, which is incredible. And they are so absorbent, moisture wicking, and they're really, really cute. They're way cuter than normal diapers. So we're a part of their subscription and we will be for the foreseeable future. 
and our diaper future. So I wanted just to give a shout out to Parasol. If you are a new mom, if you know, you know, a family or parents who would love to invest in something that's just a little bit more, but not much, honestly, cost-wise for your children, Parasol Co. is it. And their subscription, you can save 15% off your first box of your subscription by using the code Tara15, T-A-R-A-1-5 for 15% off your subscription. And maybe I should have said this next tip like earlier in the conversation because I believe it to be one of the most important things about a church, one of the most um, influential and pivotal and important things about looking for a local church and evaluating your own church, but that is to find biblical, expository, just so solid teaching. Um, Basically, does this church honor and love God's word? Do the pastors, do those who preach, do they know his word? And not just like I've read it three million times, I know it, but like really know it. Like, are they versed? Are they educated? Do they like truly interpret God's word for how it is meant to be intended? That is one of the most important things because yes, we come to church for other things, to be built up, to encourage one another. We're going to get to that. But you are also coming to be fed. You are coming to be instructed, encouraged, convicted, challenged. That's another really big thing too. Are you challenged in the preaching of the word of God? Is it stirring something inside of you? Is it convicting? Is it emboldening you to go live your faith deeper? Or are you just kind of coasting because the teaching is surface level or it is just very cherry picked out from nowhere? So evaluating the teaching, this is so, so, so key. Considering diversity is also something to consider. I I feel like I said consider so many times, but that is also a really important facet to finding a local church that you call home. So not only diversity in the people groups and the ethnicities, because that makes up the body of Christ. It's not all one race. It's not all one skin color, but also just diversity in age, because we know in Christ, we know from his word that there is so much benefit from every single age in the faith. I remember even Timothy, there's a passage in Timothy that Paul is encouraging him to not let other people look down on him because he is young, but to be able to be bold in his faith. There's also extreme encouragement and mentorship from those who have gone before us. There's also a sign of a healthy church is having young babies, families growing, all different ages and stages. Again, not only diversity in the skin color and the race, because that also brings different perspective, not different truth, because truth truth is absolute, but perspective to the church and community, it's just a really good sign of a healthy local church. And I would be remiss if we didn't talk about how important it is to find a local church that really has an evangelistic aim and a clear gospel message and great commission approach to not only their teaching, but the way that they go into the community and the way that they also enact their their programs so an evangelistic aim do they just keep to themselves does this church just keep to themselves or does it encourage not only their members but their own programs and outreaches to get into the community to make a difference in their local areas as well do they have a clear grasp on the gospel and the great commission and how that not only affects the teaching within sunday within the walls of a sunday service but also how it impacts their weekly gatherings and how it impacts their outreach to reach the lost of the community around them. And
And additionally, the church that you attend or when you are visiting or looking at, do they have great opportunity for community and areas to serve? So not only community outreach, like we just mentioned, but community within the body of Christ. Is there not only Sunday sermons and teachings, but also weekly gatherings? Is there opportunity for you to plug into a small group, to a Bible study? Are there events like women's events, men's events? Or at least are there people in that church that you can find in every age and stage that you can get together with, that you can glean encouragement from? Could you start a group within that? Do you find not only the people encouraging and like-minded, but diverse and encouraging in the same ways? We can't just be people who attend church on a Sunday and aren't plugged in in other ways, in fellowship groups, in encouragement and accountability and mentorship, and even deeper learning outside of the walls of a Sunday church. So what programs look up on their website, a church's website, or even just on a Sunday, ask someone what programs, what groups, what different things do they have to offer so you can deepen your community and you can deepen um, just the people around you and the relationships around you. And the last one that I'll touch on today for our episode and our conversation, although I will preface there are more things to look for and there are some amazing resources you can find on this or even just asking people in your own life for a conversation about church and what to look for. We can only scratch the surface here on the episode, but the last one that I would encourage us in is actually asking the question and examining how a church would handle crisis, how they would handle um, disputes in the church. How is their backbone and their accountability to the word and to each other and most of all accountability to the Lord? That is a really important thing because a lot of people have been hurt by the church by ways that people have let them down or by ways that they have not been able to handle a situation or this or that. And so how does a church, albeit again, filled with imperfect people, but but how are they striving to honor the Lord and what God's word says about conflict resolution and things like that? It's always a delight to sit down with you and have a conversation on the podcast. So thank you for joining again. Again, there are some more things that we could have discussed on this episode, but for sake of time and all the things, I just wanted to keep it short and simple and just give a few things for us to consider. Again, no matter if you're looking for a local church and you're new to church, or if you are at one and you just kind of want to reevaluate and just make sure you're in step with what God considers to be a healthy, Christ-honoring, Bible-centered church, then I'm glad you joined me for the conversation. Make sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts because the best is yet to come. We have so much coming in the next couple months, and I'm just really hopeful and excited for even just the rest of 2023. If this episode encouraged you, please take a screenshot and reshare it to your Instagram story and tag me and let me know what some of your biggest takeaways are or let me know what you love about your church. The best thing ever is hearing your feedback and having these conversations surrounding the episode. So thank you again, and I will see you in next week's episode.